Hey guys, we're taking a uh, little hiatus from our normal intros, especially on our more serious episodes as we just, you know, we want to keep the tone correct and everything, but we just want to give a listener update. We want to let everybody know that um, we're making some changes here at the Round One Podcast. We are going to be changing our schedule to kind of better adhere to the audience. Um, one, so you'll know what it is that you're going to listen to um, before you come in. So on Mondays, uh, we're going to release anything movie, TV, media related, um, you know, any movie reviews, if we want to, that's where our not quite called classic series is going to be released and, um, any new anime TV shows, whatever it may be, that's always going to come out on Mondays. Wednesdays is going to be uh, UFC. We'll dedicate Wednesday recordings and episode drops to anything going on with the UFC, whether it be post-fight breakdowns, whether it be news and media updates, what's going on in the world. Um, Those will be on Wednesdays. And then continuing the conversation, that's going to be Friday. That's going to be the subject of Friday is continuing the conversation. Talk about what's going on um, culturally, worldly, um, how to continue to progress these changes. You're going to hear those on Friday. So um, tune in, listen up. Round one. Free to sing, free from bars, free my dogs, you're free to go Black as hot, the streets is cold Free to love, to each his own Free from bills, free from pills You wrote aloud, the speakers blow Life get hard, you ease your soul And clench your mind, learn to fly Then reach the stars, you take the time To look behind and say, look where I came Look how far I done came They say that dreams come true And when they do that, there's a beautiful thing And we're back. Welcome to another episode of the Round One Podcast, where we continue to push the culture forward, try to inspire and advocate and provocate change in any way that we can. I'm Joshua, and I am actually with two other great black men, Lewis and Stan. What's up, my boy? Yo, yo. What's going on, guys? Let's, uh, why don't we just break into some current events of what's been happening, uh, with the movement that's been going on lately? Um, this, this, the, the George Floyd, um, murder has really, really sparked the country, the world, uh, everybody. And now, uh, three weeks into protesting, um, we're actually starting to see some change. I'm not saying it's a time to put on the brakes and stop, but we're definitely starting to see some change. Um, one, I listened to a podcast by Planet Money's um, The Indicator. Uh, that's an NPR podcast. It's really good. But they did one where uh, they delved into police unions. They explained police unions to us. Um, and I think in that podcast, it, it's about 10 minutes long. But they in 10 minutes, they really broke down like 
if you really, really, really want to hit them where it hurts, or if you really, really want to push change, then it's with these police unions. How to get? They explained how to get funded. They explained what they work for, um, and how some of these things, like oh, we can't release the the um, body cam footage for so many days, or oh, police officers are allowed to collect together and, and um, talk to each other. So um, this has NPR has been able to bring this to the forefront. Um, they bring bring it to uh, a lot of leadership conversations and actions being taken. California DA has said that um, they're banning um, police funding for prosecutorial elections. So um, the police unions and, and police won't be able to fund or promote. Uh, which prosecutor they want to run um, to, to, to become the new DA mm. What do you guys think about that? Well I mean I think it's I think it's One the information That you just dropped Is uh, you know How the police unions Can you know Tie into them Even being able to uh, Select how long Of a period They have before They release The, dam- uh, the dash cam footage um, and dash cam, body cam. Body, yeah, that's 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 mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, even the body, even even the uh, the body of the deceased um, with uh, Tamir Rice, uh, she didn't get her son's body back. I think for six months. Jesus. Okay, and this is all. And so this is and this is all behind. This is all within the police unions. The, the you know, because normally when you hear about a union, I was a part of, uh, of a union, local uh, three ninety nine. And when you hear about a union, it's normally just a bunch of business agents that they're they're, they're securing jobs, making sure that you're getting paid the right you know the right amount of wages you're getting you know the right amount of benefits you know so when you're thinking about unions and you're hearing unions all you're thinking is the positive the positive ends of a union you know what i mean the you know the fact that we get so we band together and you know we make sure that we're getting paid but what you're telling me is that uh that there's a lot of there's some nefarious things going on within these within these unions Yes, um, this. I mean, the, if you listen to the this this brotherhood of police um, that's constantly being talked about and, and advertised, um, it definitely comes down to to this union. Um, as far as I can tell from some of the research I've done, but so these police unions, they'll yes, they're putting money on the table. They you know they're demanding certain pays, but they're also leveraging, um, you know all these different pays like we want better cars we want better guns we want better gear we want um, more training which is all money 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 related right, which then they'll say normal for a union to, to demand right so because they know they won't get all of that the other thing that a union is supposed to do is protect a person's job mm-hmm. so then they put in all these requests to protect the the officer's job oh, okay well officers are only allowed to be interrogated so long before they before they have to be granted a break um mm-hmm. you know in these cases uh officers are allowed to get together which you know once a cop comes onto the scene, they separate everybody involved so they don't have time to get their story straight, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. While officers are granted time uh, to get together and get their story straight. And going back to the, um, the interview thing of being uh, interrogated, I mean, officers interrogate people nonstop over, you know, 12, mm-hmm. 24 hours to get you as delirious mm-hmm. as possible. That's the reason why you get so many uh, false convictions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a whole lot of false convictions and false uh, uh, um, admissions, I guess, in, in America. People have, you know, you know, saying that they did that they committed crimes that they didn't commit but after 24 hours or 48 hours of being detained and being you know investigated over and over and over at the end of the story you know what I'm saying it's a special on Netflix about it yeah, um, and they and they definitely make you you know 
uncomfortable, you know, try to make you as uncomfortable as possible, mm. you know, when you're going through that kind of situation, you know, um, like if you're getting arrested or whatever, like your holding cell is freezing cold, mm. you know, um, they don't give you, you know, you with any clothes or whatever. So mm. you're basically, if it's like summertime, like how cold it be is just ridiculous mm. and then you're being there for hours and even the sitting arrangements is just crazy like the seat is like I, I mean if it's a if it's a foot you'll be lucky wow. you know like it, it's really it's really like they really try to make it you know rough on you so then it's like a, it is a psychological thing you know that yeah. they try to play with you you know to get those kind of confessions and then so they're and, and they're and they're putting they're putting mandates in their own union to assure the same things don't happen to them if the fbi yes. come and investigate Facts. Yeah, FBI or other officers. Yes. So, so, so the police union. So the police union. So when people say systematic racism, you know that's a terminology that you hear often nowadays. Well, you're hearing systemic. Yeah, systemic racism. Yeah. But well, okay, well, systemic racism. But this would be a case. I guess this would be a a, a case of systematic, systematic racism. Yeah. 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 This one hundred. But so. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, I mean, but it, it makes sense though because if I'm a police officer, if I'm a head police officer, and um, you're a police officer too, and I got you in this, and I know your family or whatever, and you do, you know, some nutball stuff, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna want to see you, you know, get the full justice. You know, right. like I don't want, I don't want Lou to get, you know, life. Right. You know, let's see if we can make this 15 years because mm-hmm. you know everybody's connected, and that's the thing. Is that um, especially when you're talking about like you know major uh, corporations and mm-hmm. everything, like these are the people that make laws. They have the money to influence people and buy people, buy politicians, you know, buy judges and stuff like that. So this is like that's the real issue. Is mm-hmm. that um, in the in the black community we don't have enough wealth to even try to influence you know certain things, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's like one of the main issues. Yeah, so um, like I said, the you know the news is really starting to uh, push that out there and, and let that be known. And you kind of seen this union thing. Uh, another current event, obviously, is uh, when two Buffalo police officers pushed down the um, that, that old that, that old white man. That was disgusting. And then, so one thing is, I'll first say shout out to the military because they're the ones that stepped in and, you know, started providing first aid for that man. Um, You might not be able to see it. That was another NPR video. Um, They were amongst the crowd and and took that video to show us. But yeah, like, you know, that man is a known uh, activist. He has a history of being an activist and, you know, he wasn't doing anything threatening or anything. Um, The first police report coming out of that was that he tripped and fell mm-hmm. um but the video clearly shows you know him being shoved mm-hmm. and then another officer um stopping the initial shover from going down and administer aid after you know you can hear people say he's bleeding from the ear um and you know everybody knows bleeding from the ear that's that's brain damage immediately yeah, so that, that was disgusting man that was absolutely disgusting i think i think some of the or some of the videos that i've seen as far as like the you know the ongoing police brutality in the name of uh of a, a law and order has been just absolutely disgusting, man. I mean, he he, he that that man posed absolutely no threat, absolutely Mm-mm. no threat. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. And they pushed him down. He fell straight back in his head. I seen a video where it was two girls, it was a, um, a black girl and a white girl, um, and they 
are yep. beating this black girl, trying to get her down. Get down, get down. They are beating, I mean, mercilessly, you know what I'm saying? Her legs, her legs yeah. and everything, trying to get, trying to get her down. Um, some of these videos, I mean, you know, some of the some of the rioting, of course, has been extreme. But the news needs to focus more on these damn videos. You know what I mean? That's going on because mm -hmm. even while people are protesting uh, police brutality, police are committing brutality. Like niggas, yes. you know, it's current. You can look out your window. You can look at a protest and see exactly why we're here. Like you know, the media needs to put more of that out there. You know what I'm saying? And less mm -hmm. of you know everything else as far as the riots. But yeah, that, some of that stuff is crazy. A uh, uh, big big shout out to the military for stepping up. Um, but man, yeah. I, 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 I uh, but but for that, then then you had all fifty-seven uh, emergency responders in Buffalo. Uh, two things: one, when the two officers were suspended, they quit to show support for the two officers. And then after the two officers were um, charged, and they came, I think they came out the courthouse or something. Um, all fifty-seven were standing there cheering and supporting them. And um, you had the Philadelphia um, sheriff, like um, she's the sheriff, not a sheriff. Um, she came, she was on TV uh, condemning them and coming at them, uh, you know, for supporting that, like, you know, 100%. It's just not not right the world sees that and says yeah. how can you do this and then i personally feel like the cops are just they're not trying to help their case at this point no. like i i understand there's some there, there are good cops out there and there's bad cops out there but right now the, the the good cops aren't showing their face enough um i do see them in you know the protest that we had in bridgeton i do see them in the protest that was had yeah. in millville yeah, it was a lot of cops um, out there marching right along marching right along with us you know what i mean i mean you had a lot of it was it was a difference you had cops that was marching with us and then you had yeah. cops that were standing on the side and some of them some of which didn't particularly look too happy to be there, but nevertheless, they they didn't you know obstruct in any way. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, was, it was perfectly you know fine and peaceful. But these other cities, man, some of this stuff is is is, is uh, some of this stuff is crazy. I mean, you had I, I don't I don't have the senator's name up right now. I, uh, he was either a senator or um, uh, representative, but. Um, you know, with everybody wearing face masks because of the pandemic and, you know, still wanting to go out and be vocal and protest. Mm -hmm. One of uh, the representatives uh, for their for his city, he got uh, maced and, and, and beat down and arrested. And, you know, it, 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 I was happy to hear, you know, I'm sorry to hear that he had to go through that. But I was happy to hear that it was someone of, you know, high regard and, and uh, of a, a high vocal status, you know, to witness it firsthand. And to be able to say, no, it's not a fluke. It's definitely happening. The Chicago, um, the Chicago Police Board president was attacked and, and hit with billy clubs um, by by the police, uh, you know, of the board that he, he, he governs. Oh my so, God. I mean, that's how crazy. ironic was that? Yeah, that's complete. That's complete anarchy. That's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. So they're out there. With, some of them are out there with a bloodlust, man. Some of them out there with a bloodlust, yeah. and they're and they're looking. And you know what's crazy? It doesn't even have anything to do with color at this point. Like, I mean, it still does. And I'm not saying that the, the reason why we're protesting and everything else doesn't have anything to do with color. But I'm talking about the ongoing police brutality that's happened within the protest. It's not like they're just mm -hmm. targeting black people. Because mm -hmm. that old mm -hmm. that that old guy, I believe he was white. He may have been Hispanic, but I thought he was a white guy. But mm -hmm. um, they they don't care. The, the police and, and, and for a long time they didn't care and I think one that's one of the things with police brutality that we got to realize it's not always 
racism in police brutality. Yeah, they assume, you know, yeah, you, you, you know, you got a lot of uh, uh, um, uh, stereotypes and everything like that. They're all coming in with, with, with their prejudices and stuff like that. But we had incidents in Bridgeton, you know, with, with um, Brahim Davis, I believe his name was, and the cop that uh, shot the unarmed man in Bridgeton. So it's not always, it's not always a, just because it's a color thing. Sometimes these guys are, <clears throat> they even, they're either nervous they don't have the proper training. They're nervous because of all that's going on in the temperature of the world. Right now, cops are not the favorite people. So when they're coming to a car, they're already nervous. And then they see you roll down that window and you got that, you know what I'm saying? Like any black man that grew up in the hood, you know that nigga face. Like, you know, when you're walking through the projects and you don't want to be F with that face. When you put that face onto the cops, now he real nervous. Now he grabbed his gun. He's not grabbing his gun because it doesn't matter about your color. He's looking, I mean, your color is intensifying it, but he's intimidated. You know what I mean? And I think the intimidation, lack of training is causing them to do foolish things in moments. They're jumpy. You know what I mean? And mm. and I think that's that's a tribute to it. I think that they have little man complex. A lot of these guys, like the psychological evaluation on the reason why cops is, is, is using excessive force, it goes past, yes, you do have a group in the police force right now that is racist hitting racist mm -hmm. you know what i mean i believe that there are certain police force forces across the world across the globe i mean uh, the nation that you will find that in that within them you have some that you know you have officers that they have a network of racism and i believe I, you know i think that's still going on yes but i do think that you have some that's just they got this they got a little man complex you know what i mean so i i do you know hear what you're saying about that but i, I my thing is they should get tax breaks and and more money, you know, if they have more people from that that grew up in that neighborhood police in that neighborhood. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. that's because that's like the that's like the key. If you could get more people to be police that grew up in that area, that is that is the key. You know, if I pull you over and I know you or whatever, and it can kind of ease the situation. But the thing is, right? Like, well, I, it. it but that goes the other way because I believe the situation that Lewis is talking about, that cop actually knew that man. Yeah, that, and he, that, did, right. he did. He did. He did. He know. did know. And, you know. Because that's also dangerous because sometimes you, you there's certain there's certain places where they won't let you police if you're from there because of the possibility of corruption. But I mean, that that is that is a chance. But that's, you know, the chance you have to take with having, you know, upright, you know, cops. Yeah. But I mean, all right. So. You're gonna have you're gonna have corruption any way you look at it, you know. Right. Um, because we're people, you know. Well, people, yeah. I mean, you it's know, a flawed system. Yeah. Right? It is. What um, but the thing is, right? If um, if I if I sent you to you know police Compton or something like that, and you never been out there, and you're policing, you know, you're like, all right, you know, I just heard about this, right. you know, I, and I, I don't know what's really going on, and you know, I just heard it, so you know, and that's even just on like a, you know. A, you know another level of it right. because you know I, I, I feel like I go anywhere you know I feel like I right, but you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know but for the average person if they going into you know a hood that's you know foreign to you yeah mm -hmm. you're gonna be you're gonna be nervous um and this is this is why I do like um the things that's going on in Bristol and Millville is because like I said like the, the uh, police officer that was at the um Bristol March yeah um I didn't like when I first met him. I didn't know he was a police officer. We was just playing basketball, and you know, playing basketball. You know, just you know, chopping up, talking to him, and 
then it was like three months later I'm scrolling through you know Instagram and mm -hmm. I see him he's doing he's in his uniform you know um, playing uh, basketball with the kids and everything and I'm like you know that's what's up I didn't even know that yeah. he was a police officer but mm -hmm. he has like you know and he's from Britain so he has like mm -hmm. a, a, a face and a you know a voice in Britain mm -hmm. like the mm -hmm. kids know him yeah you know I um, know him from uh, when I worked in the Ville just from being yeah. a maintenance guy out there he used to walk around he used to walk around the, uh, yeah, the Britain this, all the time you know and they're like when you look at like the um like the Britain Pal like um program they they do have like a you know a lot of officers that be out there with the kids and everything like, and they have like you know a uh, different program so I'll, like I told them like you know I respect that because y'all are trying yeah. you know because if back in our day like I don't I don't know I know like one cop you know and get is you know, and that was the one that came to, you know, our school. Oh, it was, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, the one yeah, cop that yeah. came to our school. What was your name? Leo Josh at Bridgeton? Yeah, yeah, Leo and, was there. In Gouldtown, we had uh, we had uh, Trooper Spencer. Okay. Yeah. That's the only person that had a presence. I mean, and, 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 I, and I do agree with you as far as the, um, as far as getting people in, you know, from the community, back in the community. I mean, I think the only... Um, you know, like we said, corruption, but that's just normal. Um, even if, you know, I definitely I definitely believe that you should have somebody from that community at least in the head of what's going on in that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, okay, you're, you know, you're the lieutenant over this section. Like, you grew up in this area, you're the lieutenant in this section. But at least uh, to have the... Um, the, the proper approach, uh, appropriation, you know what I mean, to, to, to accommodate, you know what I mean, the people, like, if you go, if you got, you're not going to send just male officers to do pat-downs at a high school, right, because you got female students, so, you know, just logically, you're going to get female officers to represent the female students so they can do the pat-downs, so don't send a bunch of white cops into an all-black neighborhood, no, send all black cops into all black neighborhoods, and if you don't have enough black cops, shame on you, hire more black cops. Or, or I, I mean, I'll be down with pairing them so you have a cop to teach the culture. I, I, I'm with that, too, because I do believe that the—I do believe— Because we're not trying yeah, to—that yeah, that will I, I almost like be, you, you know, re-promoting segregation right, is right. to have black cops in black neighborhoods. But if we can pair, That's you know— That's topic, you, you, know, you know, some people think we was better off segregated, but, you know, not to— Not to. Nah, <laughs> nah, this is something—but, you know, this this culture thing is something that, you know, uh, Arisa and Joanne had talked about on our sister podcast, AY Light— they had got into this about cops coming into, you know, Wilmington, Delaware, policing the community and not understanding the culture. You know, like kids just gathered around a stoop, you know, um, having fun on their bikes and right. cops is t coming up and questioning them. Like, who are you? Where are you trying to be? Whose house is this? And stuff like that. And it's like, nah, like this is our house and this is what we do. Like, we're not doing anything bad. Yeah. So, you know, really trying to understand uh, the culture Like uh, I, th I think Neil deGrasse Tyson Has suggested You know When you look at Black kids and, and black people On the street When you're approaching them You know Don't Don't go with that Racial bias in their head Of you know What they are You know Think about what they could be you know, um, you know, you you really have to start changing. You you have to take an active role in changing your mind as much as we have to take an active role in showing you that you know the stereotypes are not true. Yeah, mm. yeah, one hundred percent. But and and then that, that's also something that we have to do is um, change the way we think about police. Also, mm. and, you know, it's it's definitely a work in progress. But that's why I like I that they have a um, a presence in the community because. 
we have to stop saying after police. I was about to ask you that. Yeah. I, was about, have, I was about to ask you. That we question. have to be open to mm-hmm. joining the police, and and that's the and that's the difference. You so know? so let me so let me ask ask both of y'all a question. I, you know, like to you know see what both of you guys think. When you see when you're at rallies and you see the signs F12 or you know F the cops. So I seen the sign. It was pretty clever. She said when I was 12, when I was 11, I turned 13 because I don't F with 12. I thought that was pretty good. Um, but, uh, you know, like, you see all these signs, you know, uh, I think, um, uh, damn, what's the dude that did... Hey, explain the, the 12 thing. Huh? Sorry. Explain the 12 thing. Uh, 12 is a, a synonym for police. Yeah, like, one time, uh-huh. more pigs. Yeah. 12. Okay. Um, 5 Yeah. I learned... Well, I mean, that would I would have made sense. Like, I yeah. went from 49 to 51 because I don't mess with 5 but... Uh, I didn't know about the 12 thing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I really pray that I'm not the only one listening to this podcast saying, uh, yeah, what's the 12 thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, when I was in uh, New York, somebody had spray painted a spray painted a couple cars and. F twelve. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yo, so so what's the dude? You know the dude that did the um the remix to the Keisha Cole song. Uh, he always doing the crit oh, walk. Oh, um, OG. OG something. Dad, go on. He did the Keisha Genesis. Cole remix. OG Genesis. Yeah, yeah OG Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. He had the whole. He had the he he did a, um a protest in Compton, and it shows like like two city blocks chanting, "F the police." See, but, suppose, you know what I mean. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, right? Yeah, that's that's messed up. But the thing is that the police should be able to work with the community. One hundred percent. Like, like even, I'm not saying that the police should get mad. But my question that, that I wanted to ask you guys is: What do you do? You think that that's? Do you think that that's detrimental to the protest? Like, do you think that's? Do you think that that ideal? Because everything in the protest is about speaking ideals, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You chant ideals, and you want your ideals to take life and to take form. Mm-hmm. So you chant, you know, what I'm saying, uh, um, uh, no justice, no peace, mm-hmm. because you want those ideals to take form. You know, Black Lives Matter. You want those ideals to take form. So if we're chanting after police, that's an ideal that's con- going to continue yes. to take form within our community. So the question I wanted to ask you guys is: Do you think that message? Though a catchy phrase, and we've been saying it for years, ain't nobody ever grow up. I said this on the last podcast. Nobody in hood grew up wanted to be the cops when we played cops and robbers. You always wanted to be the robbers. So, do you think that that's an ideal to 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 to, to continue to be able to spew, to continue to be able to, to to portray and to put out there? Do you think that that's something that's that that we should hold on in you know within the culture, or is it time to let go of the f the police thing? You have to let that go because. The thing is, culture changed, right? Our, the, the hood changed, you know, because there is no rules anymore, mm-hmm. right? So you kind of really need the police because if everything, if like the, if like the hood worked how it was, I, I guess you could say supposed to work, mm-hmm. right? Because um, the hood is working the way it was supposed to work. The way it is, the yeah. Set it but up for it the, the way that through the hood, like how right. it's supposed to work, right? So even even if like something was going down in my community or whatever mm-hmm. like that, like if I got like if it's if it's my hood, nothing should and I'm the OG. Right. You know, every hood got an OG. Mm-hmm. Nothing should go down without the OG. You know what I'm saying? Right. There, so was, like, there was a time. Yeah. There was, you know that was that was the time and like so even when it came to when people was like, all right, well you know they you know they got murders or whatever like that a murder mm-hmm. happened or whatever. 
if it's in the context of the hood, right? And like somebody, somebody, you know, you know, killed somebody who didn't deserve it. All right, the hood rules is, you know, all right, we got to get him back, and right. then and then it's, it should be dead or whatever like that, and you know. That's how it. That's how it should work, and we and we basically police ourselves. But right. um, now it's a lot different. You yeah, know, there is no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no rules to everything. Right. So and with any with social media and with cameras, yeah, there's no so, way to be able to handle something within the within the community and it not get out. Yeah, you know what I mean, mean? Even, it's hardly impossible. Somebody's you know, tweeting about it. Somebody's writing. Yeah, about like it. even 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 if so, like even if like the police came to um, somebody with like, look. Um, all right, there's a lot of you know breaking and entering going on. Hey, look, we got to cut this down, or yeah. you know, or we're gonna be patrolling like crazy, like right. yo, like you know, like even um me being incarcerated, if anybody didn't know, right? Being incarcerated, um, even with some COs, um, some COs would be like, look, I know y'all doing whatever, whatever, um, but yo, y'all gotta calm that down right now or whatever, you know, cool, everything good, right. you know, and and just and just keep everything because you know some COs knew what. You know, people are doing inside as long as nobody's you know dying and getting stabbed or whatever yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, um, you ain't doing you know crack or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you smoking a little weed, they like, all right, we can pass on that or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, but that's how that's how it's supposed to be ran or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that now. So you need the pol- you need the police right now, mm-hmm. or if not, it's going to turn into the purge. Want it. And want you it. don't want that. What do you think, Chief, as far as the after? Nah, I mean, like, um, I I definitely, as I said earlier, I definitely go with, like, we need more cultural awareness training. Um, uh, and I'll probably be bringing this up because uh, the, the impact of the letter was big for me. But Neil wrote this letter, Reflections on the Color of My Skin. And one of the things he said was, like, most police training is six months long. But it takes eight months for a culinary artist to, you know, graduate and get their their licensing, you know, their their credentials. So why is it that police training is shorter, you know, than the culinary school? And then um, the other thing was that, like, New York isn't great. But in comparison, because they added on two more months to their training, mm. they're a lot better. The numbers are a whole lot better in New York than other cities. Um, so I definitely think training is one great way to go. Um, they, you know, when I was going through uh, basic training, there was a lot of stuff that I just didn't think was ever going to be a part of basic training. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing like cultural classes they're doing human relations classes like this isn't just about being in the military being an airman marine soldier sailor like this is way way more like this is how to conduct yourself as an appropriate human being Mm -hmm. and one thing is um the police forces kind of dig it better with having with requiring uh schooling and whatnot Mm -hmm. but i think the training to pull from like you know to, to to weed out these biases these racial biases um and to inform you know like uh the the culture isn't everything especially in your own town it may not be what you see on tv so um i I think 
it, it, it does require funding and I know a lot of people are running around saying defund the police but that is an area I would be okay with increasing the funding on is is cultural training and you know the biggest issue is just accountability um, I don't feel as though there was an issue certain units like there would be tough accountability but within that unit like stan was saying with the whole co thing you get told to calm it down within your unit like hey man you bring in unnecessary attention like it'll get calmed down and taken care of within the unit so the, the issue is there's no lack of there, there there is so much lack of that in the in you know the police system right now mm-hmm. it's just self-accountability you got you might have one dude in there that is like as they would put it try and be all righteous and whatnot but you know that dude is worried about the image and, and protecting his own job. He's not trying to get caught up in that, and he's also not trying to get caught up in a neighborhood doing a random stop. You know, just trying to, hey man, you know, you ran that stop sign back there. I'm pulling you over and get shot dead for it. You know, just because people have this f the police mentality because the police have been brutal to the the community. Yeah. You know, I think I I, I put it in an Instagram post like law, those laws of physics they don't just apply to physics. They apply to human relation. You know, you go one way, it's going to swing back the other. And right now, like, the police brutality has swung hard. Um, and I just fear that the swing back is, you know, oh, no, okay, we going to go no police. Because that's a big thing that's talking right now is that Americans think they could police themselves. Yeah. Americans also think they can govern themselves. And I, I just seen that not to be true so far. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, I mean, uh, you, you listen. First, first of all, let me, let me say something because I know how – I may have came off. I do not condone any sort of crime. You know, <laughs> I don't. You know, this clear stands name in this instant. Yeah, we will not I wait ten like, years to clear this know, up. Even even though that, like, you know, if you feel like you can get away with it or whatever like that, I don't condone any type of crime or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Not one hundred. Yeah, I mean, no. we we don't either. Like, I, I had to. You know, like I understand riots. Mm. I don't condone it, but I understand yeah. it. And the more that we're learning is one last thing uh, in the in the um, in the news world of current events is that um, there was a New York Times journalist embedded in a peaceful protest. They got you know they went to different locations. I don't have the route, but they went to different locations protesting. They wind up on I think it was the Brooklyn Bridge going into Manhattan. And when they got onto the bridge, there were officers blocking their path to get into Manhattan. But when they went to go turn around, there were officers blocking their their exit off of the bridge. And then that protest shortly turned violent. But it um, from the news reporter stand view um, or a point of view was that it was it was a peaceful protest and the the officers made it violent right. yeah so you know like that that's that's yeah. a thing that um i've seen with the black movement in uh blacc in um bridgeton was having a planned route yeah working with the county working with the police to have a planned route so that meandering and, and, and just you know oh i'm gonna go through this neighborhood and, and you know you got a huge crowd following you right and you just um, go on and you just right right, right. that can be that but can be but you but i'm not i'm not blaming the protesters i'm not blaming the crowd and I'm, bl- I'm not blaming the organizers i'm just saying if you have a planned route and you see that something unplanned is on your route mm-hmm. you can quickly make a change you know those people out front need to be observed they ain't planned to be uh 
to be uh, trapped on them. <laughs> yeah. On both sides. I mean, if you, if you know what I'm saying? But they didn't. They no, didn't like, but that, that's you as a protester. Yeah, yeah you might have planned, yeah. but did you plan it? You know, like, the, they didn't know. They didn't go through These the city, protests right? have to be, um, um, you know, they are, they're organized yeah. and they're. You know, they're sanctioned mm -hmm. for for lack of a better term. So one of the things that you touched on, I think, was um was both of y'all was very was very true was the um the training and more funding for the training. Anybody who's saying um and police funding, that that is retarded because listen, man, these are men and women that that you know American people, they, if they didn't do anything wrong, if they haven't you know done anything wrong, they shouldn't they shouldn't be punished for 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 you know everybody else either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the thing with equality. Equality is 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 one. Wanting everybody to be treated the same, not trying to take out your, not trying to take out your your your, uh, your your vengeance on a certain group of people because they wronged you in the past. But if we're saying we're equal, we're saying then let's 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 squash it here and there. You know what I'm saying? Let's let it be done. So, you know, um, we're withholding on the, uh, to grudges or whatever. But the um, the training man, um, one of the things, um, it's a, a cop. That was on the Joe Rogan podcast like a couple years ago. It was a Baltimore cop. Mm. Um, it was during when the uh, when they gave that dude that um, they put him in the back of the, the van and they drove him. I can't, I can't remember, remember his name. Freddie Gray. Yeah, Freddie Gray. Yeah, it was during the Freddie yes. Gray situation, and he came on. His name was Michael Wood Jr. And um, the, mm. the thing that made him interesting was not only was a cop, he was a former he was a former military, and he was just mm. comparing. The um, military training with police training. He was talking about how many times they're uh, required to go to the shooting range. Um, mm. A lot of people was asking why are they why are they shooting to kill? Why aren't they shooting the legs out? Why aren't they? You know, everybody was asking questions when this first started going on with all these poli mm. uh, police killings. And he was just basically telling us like, listen, they're they're training. You know, like in order to be in order to be gun certified, you got to hit a target 50 yards away one time a year. You know, center I mean? mass. Uh huh. Center mass. Right, right. Uh -huh. So he's it's like, not, it's not, you, it's not shooting a leg. Yeah, exactly. It's not headshots. Right. Center it's mass. center mass. Right. Now, the military, um, when you go and do, uh, at least in the Air Force, when you go and do your uh, pistol certification, your M9 certification, um, they do require so many shots being in the head and so many shots being in the body, and it is more in the body than the head. And the way that the certification goes is you start off um, head to body. So, you, you know, you fire your first shot in the head, you, fire, you know, your next shot in the body. So um, the military, yeah, I mean, that's what they're trained for. They're not trained to maim and injure. They're, they're, right. they're trained to kill. Right. Um, which, but which you, the one thing is, is anytime you look at, sorry, it, it, go look at the targets that, you know, the police are training on. And, you know, you'll see at, at same thing at the shooting range, the center mass. Well, all your vital organs are center mass, right. your lungs, your heart, you know, all of that is center mass anyway. So it's not anytime you you draw your weapon, it's not to maim or injure. It, it's to put down. So um, that's why I want. I do agree with you know yeah, like you're in a job more training on non-lethal force. Right. When you're in a job that that the description is protect and serve, mm -hmm. maybe you should train in some non-lethal measures. I mean, protect and serve, and all you got is kill mm -hmm. shots. That's it. Yeah, but but then also like you had the incident where. Um, they was under curfew, this couple. They was under curfew. They was driving home. They was trying to get home. They got snatched up out their car by the police. You know, the husband got tasered multiple times, and then they beat him. But, like, one thing I want, like, they always show, like, in order for a cop to carry a taser, both civil and military, they have to be tasered. 
right? That's the only way they're allowed to uh, carry it. So similar with the pepper spray, they all had to be sprayed. But with the taser thing is, I want them to show like, okay, now that I'm, while I'm tasering you, I want you to resist. Oh, you can't. So don't be beating people down saying, oh, they're resistant when they're being tasered. Like, I understand people have different levels of tolerance, but it's a fight. And it's not, it's not no easy thing when you being tasered. Right. Like, mm -mm. So I, that whole thing, when you see cops beating people being tasered, I think there should be some something handled there. That there should be some some justice served in that as well, because I mean we we've you always you can go to YouTube and see all these videos of cops being tasered, and it won't be the same. Yeah, it, that yeah I, I I agree, man. The, 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 I didn't know that, but that's that's a uh, that's very interesting that they make you get tasered in order to hold the taser. Um, mm -hmm. I wish they you got the I mean you don't get shot I was about to, say, to I hold wish the gun you get shot to hold a gun then maybe they take uh, the, the the damn pistol more serious instead of just letting letting bullets off but that's some super trooper stuff yeah definitely but um I, I we definitely got to upgrade the the level of training man the level of police training I think that's I think that's absolutely necessary I mean I I think in order to be a police officer you just you need to be a badass like you got to have thick skin. You gotta. You need to be able to pass a mental, some type of. They they gotta have a mental, you know, uh, 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 a test. And I know they do. I know. I know. I know. After every shot, There's I know you gotta get. You know, you gotta talk to HR every time you you know have an incident. You gotta you know sit down and go to the therapist. But I'm talking about really. Like you really need to make sure you know who this person is. You need to look at a history. And I think that I think that the program should be two years. You know what I mean? To get your associate's degree is two years. I think you should have to go through two years at minimum to become a police officer. I mean, I you're mean, talking about split you're talking about second decisions I mean split second decisions that can that can choose life or death for multiple people split second decisions that can change that can change I mean that cop that cop eight, that wasn't even split second that was eight minutes but in eight minutes, that cop changed the entire. That you know, he. he well, Tamir Rice was two seconds. Exactly. So that's that's what I'm saying. You know, you gotta have you. You should have to be. You should have to be a badass certified. And if you're gonna be a cop, you're talking about protecting and, and serving the home front, us, our people. But the thing about the uh, military thing, sometimes like you know, when a person is overseas, military wise, it's not like that they you know, stop and bust in the houses and shoot every time. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of times they have to, you know, uh, I mean, one guy, he said that they wasn't allowed to shoot until somebody fired on them first yeah. or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, you know, and it's like, that, and that's overseas. That's overseas for somebody else's people. Yeah, right. that's not even mm -hmm. that's not even American. And over here, it's like shoot first, and we'll get the paperwork later. Mm -hmm. so. And then also though, uh, over um, one one other thing for that is you have. Um, the, the training in that situation So like When I was getting ready To go to Afghanistan um, We had to do like You know Village training Where you had to go in You had to talk to The local warlord And whatnot. You had to You know Communicate with the village You weren't allowed To have your hand Any near any Anywhere near your weapon mm. But you've got Cops coming up And um, Wanting to Draw on people You got cops coming up And Wanting um, Holding the hand On the gun already Like I got pulled over in Gray City, Georgia, while I was in the military with, with one of my guys, um, one of my best friends, we were serving together, got pulled over in Gray City, Georgia. It was a black cop, but he came up already with his hand on his gun. Like, I, I understand you walking up on uncertain situations, right? I totally understand it. 
But you should be able to read the situation quickly. You know what I mean? Like, because you got to understand when you're going to escalate it. There was a, um, there was a, um, a whatchamacallit video, a social media video of this black guy. I mean, rightfully or unrightfully so, going off on this cop. Because the cop came up on him with the gun drawn already. Already right, just right, walked up right. on the on, on in, in a traffic shop with the gun drawn already. And in that situation, I go back to, you know, okay, why wouldn't you have the, the taser drawn then? Yeah, if you got the taser. Now you got lethal force drawn as you approach the right, car. Not, no matter what the call you got. Period. Now in the reverse, in the reverse, and this is what I mean by when, when we were having a conversation about the uh, about you know within the culture, the F the police mindset, right? So, or in the in the reverse. Now that cop, he walked up to that car, drawing gun, right? Now I seen a video. I think it was in New York. It was a cop. This was during social distancing um, with the uh, Corona pandemic. Um, a cop was going to the basketball court to tell these. Uh, it was like ten um, black dudes uh, playing basketball, kids playing basketball. When he tried to stop the kid from playing basketball, the kid punched him in the face. He punched the cop in the face. The cop got up. And went to try to grab him, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then, you know, I think the, the kid punched him in the, in the face again and then, you know, ran off. And all the other kids are standing around laughing. And then the cop chases after him. Now, the cop not, never, he's a black cop, mind you, yeah. in the black community. And not with one the white time, cop next to him. With the white cop next to him, not one time does the black cop reach for his gun. Not or one the time. Or the white. Now, that's this. This is when you're Sometimes we can just Take advantage of the good ones And it happens a lot of times In the black community In the black community we You can take it Because it, it, because we grow up so hard Because you know You know You gotta overcome so much When you see somebody That has any type of softness You can expose And take advantage of that You know what I'm saying And with, with this whole cop thing Right now There is multiple cops In every city In every state That are trying Extra hard to be nice they mm-hmm. are trying their best mm-hmm. and, and most of it is guilt by association They feel guilty for being a part of a group That has caused this type of hurt Right mm-hmm. We can't We can't take advantage Within the black community You know young brothers and sisters Any listeners We can't allow ourselves To take the hatred that we feel towards Four cops That you know killed Floyd That all the different cops in the, in the, in the nation That has, has done things And have gone uncharged you know what I'm saying? Or some, you know, not rightfully charged. We can't allow that hatred to turn into this F the cop mentality to let that poison our community and then to continue to emulate that. Because all we're going to do is continue to create enemies. When we get pulled over by the police, like the guy was saying at the protest, now he's already mad. When we get pulled over at the police, we got to show, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if, if you... You, we, like we when you get pulled over, you know what's going yeah, down. And don't, regardless, don't, don't start it get off your with stuff ready. Yeah, and don't start it off. Don't start it off with an attitude. Understand your surrounding. One of the biggest things, you know, what I mean, oh, you, you know, the art of war. Tenzin's art of war. First lesson: what is know thy enemy. You you mm-hmm. you have to understand exactly what it is that you're dealing with. You already know cops. You already know that a lot of these guys they have uh they have power. You know what I mean? They 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 they're power hungry or they got they got you know the, they they want they got control issues and stuff like that. So play the long game. That that's that that's 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 what makes. That's what and, and remember, like every ticket you get served, you go to court for it. You get a speeding ticket, you go to court for yeah, it. Yeah, but even when you play, you could plead not guilty and pay the ticket. Right. But you have your day in court to to argue it out. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And most of the times, those cops don't show up to court. A lot of the times, because the they don't, don't think up. you're going to. Right. But but one of the, I mean, fact is, listen. If a cop comes up to you and says license and registration, 
the first thing that you should that you should say is not, yo, what the hell you pulled me over for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm listen, hey, good day, officer. How you doing today, sir? Such and such and such. Now that ain't no Uncle Tom stuff. That's just being smart. Yeah. You gotta mm-hmm. know how to move. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a way to move. Do you like like anybody who thinks being respectful to an officer when you get pulled over is some Uncle Tom shit? You're a jackass, and I'll tell you why. If you think the same way that Jay Z walks into you know what I mean the room with Tata and all his boys when they about to you know what I mean sip a little bit and play some pool, if you think he speaks to them the same way when he walks into the presidential room of Rock, you know what I'm saying Rockefeller, and he's having a corporate business meeting or anybody from that front, you gotta know how to play your role. It ain't no Uncle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stuff is about educating yourself don't put yourself in a bad position by trying to be black you know what i mean being you already black you, it's, it's the color of your skin it's not it's not it's not just what you know the world is trying to make it out to be mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not the verb that the world is trying to make it out to be don't try to don't don't put yourself in a worse position even during this protest by antagonizing the cops and causing unnecessary problems to yourself let's be smart you know what I mean? It, it takes it takes skills. It takes wit. It takes it takes you know to to be able to win a war. And, and and sometimes when you have it's about building allegiances and alliances. When you have cops in your community that you know is trying to go the extra mile to do better, it's better to make them a part of your alliance uh-huh. than it is to shun them. Because shunning them is mm-hmm. only going to make them go back to where they came from. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? We need more allies. We don't need to. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely time to end that. And that after police culture, man, it's not doing any. It's not doing us any good. It's not about you know, you know, the, the police. That's a broad statement. You know what I'm saying? If, the same way that we say George Floyd's name, say the nigga who you talking about. You know what I mean? Who we want to get charged? Because those are the guys that mm. deserve the, the, the hatred. For sure. I was um, when you said like you know there there are definitely cops out there going out of their way um, you know to to show that they're not bad and whatnot like I was on the receiving end of that just as well as I was re- on the receiving end of you know cops being unnecessary yeah. um, I had I, w- I was sitting out front my uh, front yard early in the morning me and my daughter waiting for her to get on the bus these two cops one older he's a sergeant they both white come flying through the neighborhood right. But my man, the sergeant, stops his car while they're getting ready to go over to um, the apartments to serve warrants, stops his car to just come out, say hi to my daughter. I never met this man before in my life. Um, Say hi to my daughter, wave at her, shake her hand, whatever, and then went on to serve the warrant. Now, mind you, I took a step back and grabbed my daughter because I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, man, maybe they got the wrong black guy this morning. Like, I'm wearing all black. I just came from the gym and whatnot. I look sweaty, might have been running whatnot. So I, I was concerned, but, you know, I just let the situation play out. He didn't go for his gun or none. That man came back later um, to explain, you know, his actions. He understood how it looked. And then he came back when my daughter got all uh, got out of uh, school and, you know, brought all these, you know, gifts, you know, a little sheriff's hat and whatnot. And I got a whole video of it. He, he just let her play with the sirens, the alarms and the loudspeaker, you know, completely made her day. But, you know, from that particular view, like she's not going to. You know, red, she's not going to be on alert when it comes to cops. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to understand that there are good cops out there. Right. 
You know, and I'm going to let her also understand, like, there's, you know, there's ways to conduct yourself yeah. also. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's, so, there's, there's two different, look, in, in the touch on that, there's two different fronts. You know what I mean? You got the front that says F the police because we don't want police brutality and we don't like, you know, feeling like you guys are already coming up to our car window with all these preconceived notions on, you know, us being villains. You know what I'm saying? But there's another group that says F the police because you're criminals and you're trying to do some criminal stuff and you don't like the cops because they're stopping your paper flow and that's just right. real okay so but let's not right. let those guys let's not let the ignorant influence you know what i'm saying the educated don't let them right. cry for after police so they can because they the, the, the same you know there's a group of people that say after police and, and and black lives matter but they are still selling heroin to black people they are still nice. you know what i mean they will they mm-hmm. will rob a nigga on site they do not care so you mm-hmm. so so let's not let the ignorant Influence the educated. Be educated enough to be able to separate yourselves from the fools. You know what I mean, and and don't get caught up in that mess. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I I, I definitely feel like the, this move, this moment in time is turning into a movement, and I love the fact that we're um, continuing the trend um, in conversation on, on on the podcast, man. I, I love this. I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's you know, like it's our it's us giving back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the information is out there, man, and um. Uh, you know, in the round one and anchor de- uh, anchor slash FM round one, you can anchor dot FM forward slash round one because I was butchering. Good lord, you can leave messages. We had a uh, yeah, yeah yeah you can leave messages. We had a message from a, um, from a man in Kansas, um, just mm-hmm. telling us about you know how to you know round one uh, touched him and everything like that. So you can leave messages whether you agree whether you disagree. Leave messages, voice your comments, ha- ask questions. Um, we love to, to include you into the conversation. Um, and, you know, if your topic, if you if you want to remain anonymous, you know, put that in your message. If you do not, you know, if you want to be named or whatever, put that in your message. And we will have this conversation, you know what I'm saying, you know, any conversation or anything that we talked about. Um, once again, man, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all about continuing the conversation, keeping it in the forefront of our mind, not letting it, you know, go to, you know, be something like, you know, Christmas or something like you know something that comes up once a year you know what I mean or only when somebody gets killed uh-huh. you know what I mean we gotta we gotta make this a lifestyle and um, and that's what we're doing here at the Round One Podcast man um, hope you guys enjoyed listening and as always God bless good night peace deuces Round One. Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree My IQ is average, there's a young lady out there, she way smarter than me I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read She mad at these crackers, she mad at these capitalists, mad at these murder police She mad at my niggas, she mad at that ignorance, she wear her heart on the sleeve She mad at the celebrities, low key I be thinking she talking about me Now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism So when I see something that's valid, I listen, but shit There's something about the queen tone that's bothering me She strike me as somebody blessed enough to grow up in conscious environment With parents that know about the struggle for liberation and in turn they provide her with a perspective and awareness of the system and a fairness that afflicts them and the clearest understanding of what we gotta do to get free and the frustration that fills the words seems to come from the fact that most people don't see just cause you woke and I'm not that shit ain't no reason to talk like you better than me how you gonna leave when you attacking the very same niggas that really do need the shit that you saying instead of conveying you holier come help us get at the speed shit it's a reason it took like 200 years for our answers is just to get free these shackles be locking the mental way more than the physical I look at freedom like trees can't grow for us like overnight hit the ghetto and slowly start planting your seed Fuck is the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe I'm also fucking retweet, most people are sheep You got all the answers but how you gon' reach If I can make one more suggestion respectfully I would say it's more effective to treat People like children, understanding the time and love and patience
generations that's needed to grow This change is inevitable, but ain't none of us seen this before Therefore we just gotta learn everything as we go I struggle with thoughts on the daily, feel like a slave to somehow to save And no coins to buy his way about a slavery, think it just maybe In my pursuit to make life so much better for me and my babies I done betrayed the very same people that look at me like I'm some kind of a hero Because of the zeros that's next to the commas But look here, I promise I'm not who you think Ran into this nigga outside of the store yesterday He said something that had me like, wait, he was like, cold Appreciate what you been doing, my nigga, that's real But damn, why I feel faker than snow on the bluff Or maybe cause deep down I know I ain't doing enough Thank you.